Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Bob as a millionaire living in a Buckinghamshire pleasure dome with your solid gold hip replacement addition to flower nectar and your walk-in bath made of ivory, you old bastard. Can you confirm or deny the existence of Bobfest, an annual summer event that you hold around the back of your orchard, attended by the local parish councillors and the dirty old alderman, in which you all join hands and form a circle while your poor servants are forced to dance naked to the complete musical works of Yosu Ndua, in a giant paddling pool filled with swore figure. Bobfest. Tell me about Bobfest. With regard to Bobfest, it doesn't exist. I don't have any servants. I haven't had it replacement. Why you would think I've had it replacement, the way I move, is beyond me. What, you say you're a good mover? Yeah. <clears throat> Silky. You can't, no, you can't deny that, Andy. I don't hobble along, do I? I've not seen you do stairs before. Well, what, when we leave this building, what behind me? All right, it's I will. textbook. Right, I will. All right. But I'll film it. With regard to the rest of it, I refer to previous, I'd say I'm, I don't have any service and I'm not a millionaire. So how much do you charge for Bobfest? How much do you charge? The there is no such thing, there's no such thing as Bobfest. Oh, so it's free. There's no such thing as Bobfest, all right. Do you know, you charge, are you finished with your If you question? charge, you'd need a licence, wouldn't you? Although you'd probably get that as a backhander from the parish councillors who you let come in anyway. Yeah, because I'm so sweet with the alderman. Yeah, yeah. the dirty old alderman. No, I, well, you're just alderman. You're sweet on the dirty old alderman. No, I'm not sweet on him. What you're paddling pool filled with swore figure. Are you saying, what are you saying when they say I'm sweet with the alderman? You say we're kissed, or that we correspond, or that what? what I'm you saying you've kissed. I've snogged the alderman. I'm not saying snogged. I'm saying kissed. It might have just been a peck. But I think you've kissed the alderman. Well, I've kissed the ultimate. <laughs> Thank you, love. <laughs> the the um, what do you think of nachos and dips? You moved on quickly there, didn't you? Well, I presume you finished. Do you have nachos and dips at Bobfest? <laughs> Bob, as a millionaire with your all-weather kumquat orchard and your uh, collection of art treasures bought from assorted despots. When you go on holiday, do you pre-order a selection of slaves to tend to your every whim at your resort, seeing as how your home slaves aren't allowed to travel because they're not even supposed to be in the UK to start with? No, I travel abroad just with my family. I don't take any slaves, servants, oh, staff. You don't take them because they're not allowed to leave the UK. No, I don't hire they're any. They're supposed to be in the UK. Where do you think I go on holiday? Because I don't know. I got a, a luxury resort or something. I've got all the slaves. Right. You... And there's the slaves there waiting for you. Well, he said, you, you, you know, you choose to call them slaves. I would call them a hotel staff. But fine margins in it, really. I suppose it is. Yeah, mm, quite a confession that was. Bob, as a millionaire with your all-weather kumquat orchard, your collection of art treasures bought from a sort of despots, and your diamond-encrusted glass eye. When you're on holiday, do you allow your home slaves to have time off as well, or does the dirty alderman come round and house sit 
or slave sit, if you like, <laughs> replacing you and replicating your sordid lifestyle in order to keep your slaves on their toes. No, I do not employ someone to pretend to be me while I'm on vacation, Andy, no. So does the dirty alderman come round your house when you're not there? The, uh, the I, I know the alderman. Right? you kissed the alderman, haven't you? I haven't... <laughs> If I have kissed the alderman, may I just say, I am not the first to have kissed the alderman, right? That doesn't make it right, though. I I'm, I, I don't comment on whether it's right or whether it's wrong. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. You've kissed the alderman. I haven't kissed, I've not been around your place. Yeah. I've not kissed your alderman. Is that the end of your questions? Yeah, that's the end of my questions. The last time I saw the alderman, Andy, was I went up three weeks ago to a screening of a, like a charity film. It was about the decline of uh, steel and coal industry in the north. What, in the south? In the north. No, I went up to Stockton for it, thank you, Andy. Right. It's a charity thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, anyway, um, the dirty alderman, of course, as he does, he's, like, there was snacks afterwards and that, and he cornered me at, like, at the buffet, and we were just talking. And then suddenly, he popped a toffee in my pocket. I said, what, was that? What, what did you do? What was that about? And as I put my hand in to see what it was, he grabbed my hand so I couldn't, re- couldn't get it out of me. Got a big fat arm, you know, and I couldn't get my hand out. Was it your brass hand? No, it was the other hand, my proper hand. Your good hand. Uh, my, good <laughs> my good hand. And he grabbed it, and I said, what have you put, what have you put in there, Alderman? And he said... Um, a nice, a lovely, creamy toffee. A nice toffee. And I've got to be honest, I thought, God, I want that toffee. I, don't, I'm, I feel uncomfortable, but I don't know how fancy that toffee. Um, and he said, you want it, don't you? You want it? You want it, don't you? I said, oh, well, I do want the toffee, yeah. And he says, well, in that case, you know what you have to do. And then just as he said those words, you know the town clerk and the mayor and all his cronies? Yeah. They came, they like gathered round started saying, kiss the alderman, kiss, kiss the, the alderman, alderman kiss, kiss the, the alderman. alderman. So I thought, well, get that. we really do want that toffee. So I kissed and I kissed and he opened his mouth quite wide. And as he opened it, he released his grip. So yeah. I was able to slip my hand in. And get the toffee. And just as we finished it, pulled the toffee out. Him and his cronies disappeared. And I, you know, like I'd kissed the alderman. Yeah. He got what he wanted. I got what I wanted. Andy. You got what you wanted. Absolutely. So, so and, but why do you keep having to go to Stockton to do these things? Well, because that's where he's an old man. I've got connections with him, and he always says that we need a so-called celebrity to open this or to come to this event. And I do it for charity because it's for daft. You do it. You do it because you love it. I like to see the old. You know, I, don't, I kiss the old man. Whatever. You know, kiss we, the old man. Kiss the old man. Kiss the old man. Yeah, but you know, take the toffee, Andy. Take the toffee. Yeah. Bob, it's the alderman's birthday next month. Uh, will you be buying him a, a book token, B, a plastic gun and badge set with NY cop on the badge, or C, personalised underpants with kiss the alderman written across what I'll call the holding area? Um, I probably will be going to the alderman's birthday and I probably will be getting him a gift. None of those gifts sound appropriate to me for a man of his office. Will you come back and join us another time and tell us what you did by him in I the future? I will do that, but I don't want to ruin the, su- the surprise oh, for the right. alderman. Is I'm he happy. a listener of this, is he? The alderman. Of the podcast. I can't be sure. I haven't mentioned it to him. 
Does, uh, do you want to hear about it? I saw what's the been, other one this week. What's he been doing this week? Well, this week I went up um, to Stockton for uh, <laughs> for a charity swimming. Mm. You know, we were uh, me and the alderman and some other partially people. nude in a pool. No, we didn't swim. But the swimming baths there. Yeah, um, swimming baths. Is. And it was to raise money for soft kids, daft. Yeah, you know the daft kids daft and the parents Apeths. and that. Daft Apeths, we'll call them. Yeah, I think that seems quite polite. They, they can't really do outright. Yeah, you know. So anyway, cackanders. <laughs> so anyway, we're in the uh, locker area afterwards, and I'm having a shower. Yeah. Yeah. Finish my shower. It's all nice. Just as I'm exiting the shower, the alderman, dirty alderman, is coming in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he stops me, says, hello, Bob. I said, oh, hello, Alderman, nice to see you and that. Um, and he said to me, sort of like in his jokey voice he's got, he says, oh, you look lovely and clean, you look just right for a nice kiss. Oh, God, here uh, we go. And then it's, it's like, like it was a, like a, a, a trigger word. All the showers suddenly turned off, yeah? And the, all, um, the mayor, the town, cl- town planner, all his cronies and all them. They all came out of the showers as well. Yeah. Started saying, you, uh, you know, kiss the, the alderman, kiss, kiss the, the alderman. Kiss and he goes, alderman. no! <gasps> right? I'm like, shit. No kiss. What's going on here? And so, I, I mean, I'd already sort of made a move towards him, but he recoiled. He said, no! And he dropped his towel, right? He says, on my tattoo, he said. <laughs> oh! Yeah, and like, and he's, he's a big fella. And like on his flange, would you call it the roll, just yeah. above the hip, yeah, sort of thing. He's got a tattoo, over. got a tattoo of hot dog. Oh, why? Right, just the sausage, <laughs> not the bun, <laughs> not the bun, no, no. mustard. I, th- I think the that, onions. Is, <laughs> that is the hot dog, isn't it? Or is the hot dog the old yeah. thing? Well, it was just a sausage. Yeah, it was the hot dog it's sausage. Definitely a picture. Yeah, a, a nice tattoo, like a black brown tattoo, and he winked at the town, the, the man, all that. And they changed it to kiss the dog, kiss the dog, kiss the dog. So I, I, I got down and I give the, the hot dog a little peck and a, a lick and just go out with her, you know, as you do. Yeah. Um, we'd raised quite a lot of money for the kids as That's well. That's the so main thing. But did you raise awareness as well? I hope so, yeah. But funnily enough, um, the tattoo actually tasted of a uh, hot dog. <laughs> yeah, it made me really package. You can do all sorts these days with tattoos. Amazing! I wasn't sated until I'd had a hot dog. So yeah. I kissed the alderman. Yeah, uh, but in a rather unusual, quirky way on the you, hot dog. You seem to put yourself in a position every week where you have to kiss the alderman. It's all—it's almost as if you really like it. Dad, ah, he's daft. He's a daft lad. It's uh, just all a bit of fun, though, isn't it? Yeah, I've you know like it's you, good for morale. Yeah, so uh, I've kissed the alderman. I've um, kissed the alderman's hot dog. What next? Who knows? Who knows, yeah. Tune in next week and find out. Do you want to hear about the Alderman? Yeah, yeah, him. the latest installment from the Alderman. I, yeah. I saw him on Wednesday. Uh-huh. So up in Stockton. Um, you get up there a lot, don't you, you and the Alderman? <laughs> yeah, Charity Stockton. work again, was it? Uh, did you know, um, this, oh, this, will, this is something you can investigate, you can get me on. Did you know that... My father was called Charles Stockton Mortimer. His father was called Charles Stockton Mortimer. And the great-great-grandfather operated the bus company, the first bus company, Stockton to Darlington. Right. Yeah, before the trains get in. Did the name Stockton after him or something? Is that what you're saying? Well, no, except for this. And owned half of Stockton on Tees. 
Ooh, and when the shit off, yeah, the shit off. And when I was a little boy, I used to go around with my dad collecting the rents. Did you? Yeah. Like a little. You like the sound of that, don't you? Little. Yeah. Landlord. Yeah. Lord, oh, daddy, these. Yeah. yeah. Look at those ruffians playing with hoops. Yes. <laughs> Take that money. Why are they kicking that tin can? And all that sort of stuff. Anyway, I just thought you might like to. So I was up in Stockton. I'll be using that in the future yes, as well. Yes, I know. Went out for a meal at Maddox. Do you know the country club Maddox? In Stockton? I've never been to all Stockton. All right, all right. I just wondered. It's a nice place, Andy. It's like near a golf course. You can probably picture it. And uh, of an evening, you can have the Oriental Buffet, or you can just have main menu. Or, and this is what I like about Maddox, you can just have a few bar snacks. They have a little thing that says, you know, quote, mix and match, Yeah. Quote, dare to it's share. All of this pertinent to the... Yeah, yeah, no. It's typical of Maddox, that kind of attitude. You know, it's quite a stuffy-looking place, but they know how to make you laugh. Oh, okay, you know, like mix and match, yeah. dare to share, that sort of thing. Anyway, I was just in, a, like, a world of my own, just sat there eating a hot dog starter from the main menu, right? And there's a bit of a rumpus in walks... Can you guess? <gasps> dun, dun, dun! The Alderman. The Alderman and all his cronies, yeah? Um... And it is important. So he's wearing dark blue slacks, and they look a bit loose around the around the waist. Right. And a tight brown polo neck. That's quite a nice look, isn't it? Yeah. Um, they're all laughing, joking, filling the plates up. They went Oriental buffet, yeah. filling the plates up at the buffet. Um, and I've got to be honest with you, I couldn't help noticing that for a big bloke. He's got quite a nice, still got quite a nicely defined ass. Yeah. Do you know, do you know sometimes bigger fellas will lose it. Yeah, losing, but, but he's, he kept it tight. Yeah, not bad. And anyway, so I, I just kept my head down. I couldn't be bothered with him and his cronies and all that. And they got the big round table in the middle of the room. And the town clerk gives that little speech. And they present a gift to the alderman. Yeah. Turns out it's a big leather belt with a massive, like, ornate buckle on it. Right. So I wonder, I thought his slacks looked a bit loose. So he puts it on, stands up and he says, Mortimer! <laughs> Come over here, lad. <laughs> oh, shit, you seen me. So I go over like a bit sheepish. She, and I, I mumble something about having a butter allergy or something. Just, to, you know, sound Take like... Take the heat off a little Whatever. Yeah. Um, is there something you want, he asked. And I thought, you know, to be honest, because of the arse, I think. I said I wouldn't say no to a kiss, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> you know. The arse had piqued your interest something, because I said, yeah, there is actually. I, like, I wouldn't mind a, a little kiss. So I leaned... Um, in all the cronies, the town clerk kissed the alderman, kissed the alderman, kissed the alderman. Then I got the shock of my life. No, oh. kissed the buckle. Oh. Yeah, new belt, mm -hmm. right? So they all chat, kissed the buckle, kissed the buckle. So I thought, oh, I what I wanted, but I will do. So I knelt down in front well, of Well, hang on, it's quite near the arse. I know, and I'll be honest with you, I wasn't going to say this, but as I was down on his buckle, yeah. I, I was holding on, around, to, yeah. on his arse. Yeah, much, I tell you, a lot firmer than you'd think. Yeah. Do you know when you're testing steaks and you say you press it in a different, you know, mm. it, would, it would be like, it would be quite well done. Yeah, so you pushed your thumb into it, did you? It. Yeah, I, was, I, was, I couldn't help but like push my fingers into it, you know what I mean? Did he react? <laughs> well, he doesn't really. He's quite a cold fish. Yeah. I don't know whether that's what keeps everyone so... But anyway, he's a bit of... A bit, so I'm down there on my knees, like, moulding his ass like a little cat's do, you know what I mean? And I give his buckle a really nice long kiss, best mm. as I could. And um, it smelled a bit bit like miso soup down, oh. down there. 
So we finished, I thanked him, you know, a bit disappointed, obviously. Um, and I thought, God, I really fancy some miso soup now because <laughs> of the smell from the buckle area and all that. So I swapped from the Oriental menu to the, uh, from the main menu to the Oriental buffet. Can you do that? That's the fucking, that's uh, the thing, Andy. So come the end of the night, I was charged for both main menu you're and for the buffet because I'd swapped between them. What, they don't just charge you for the higher one? No, oh no it's That's terrible, terrible isn't it? that. So I ain't going to Maddox again. No, I, I know wouldn't they're good either. fun. They're good fun, but um, no, yeah, that's that, a rip off that like. So last, I'm gonna, I might sing that. My last meal at Maddox. There you Never go. going there again. No way, baby. That's a shame. One more question: Is it true that you and the Alderman have started up a private Facebook group called Lips of a Kissing? There's some truth in that, yeah. I thought there might be. What? Well, I've seen it. Yes, yeah, so I had a what? look on your phone when you went to the bog earlier on. Okay, and what? And yes, I've... and it's just lots and lots of pictures of close-ups of lips. Yeah. And pictures of various people kissing. Yeah, if you get to kiss the alderman, you can record. You take a photograph and put it on the page. Yeah. Well, he's been kissing a lot of people, hasn't he? Then. Yeah, he'll kiss anyone, the alderman, won't he? Okay. If it moves, he'll kiss it. Basically, <clears throat> do you know what I mean? Fair enough. Did you know he owns a car dealership up in uh, Stockton? Ah, that's why you're always up in Stockton with him. No, I'm always up in Stockton with him because we do charity work together for, for kid, daft kids, do- dozy kids. Yeah, yeah, for dozy kids, cack-handed. Yeah, those. Any of them boss-eyed? No, no, don't be stupid. All right, few of them. Anyway, so he's got a dealership it's on a retail park, and he asked me to come up to launch a new model that there's flogging. It's like a big van thing called, I think it's called a Sprinter. Have you heard of one? Dan? I've seen them. Yeah, it's got, they're called a Sprinter. The new model out of it, and I was going to cut the ribbon, get a photo with the alderman for the press, and that. Well, you've been a celebrity and everything. Well, you yeah. know what I mean. And anyway, so I said, we've done it all. I said, I've got to get a train. Um, from Darlington to get back, and he said, "Well, I'll tell you what, Bob says the old man. He says I'll take you, and I'll take you in the new Sprinter. Oh, I... I'll take you from Stockton down and in the Sprinter." I thought, "Well, that's fair enough. Like he might want a kiss at the end of oh, it. I imagine he would. I probably would, least. but that's all right. Fair, you know You've why been not? There before, yeah. So we get in the Sprinter, and about halfway there, he pulls off the dual carriageway into a lay-by. Oh, yeah." Here we go, I think. Yeah, Here we kissing go. Time. Yeah. So I just think, oh well, let's just get it done. And I lean over, you know, to have a kiss and that. And he says, No! <laughs> How dare you! Not in a company vehicle, especially the new sprinter. I think, oh Jesus, he seemed really he's red in the face and that and everything. Then I realise I'm not alone, Andy, yeah? Oh. In the back, back of, the, of sprinter, the sprinter, you've got the town clerk, head of social services, head of the parks department. Rest of the gang. All the gang. And they start chanting as well, not in the sprinter, not in the sprinter, so on and so forth. So anyway, sorry it's going on a bit. So we get out in the lay-by, out of the um, sprinter, and his eyes look down towards the registration number, the alderman's eyes, so I read it, it's YM16KTA. And they all start, uh, have you guessed it? They all start chanting, Y-M-K-T-A, Y-M-K-T-A, you must kiss the, the alderman. What's the 16 for? The I don't know, I suppose it's... Age limit. Well, maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe the number of times you meant to kiss him, I don't know. <laughs> so, obviously, 
I you do. gonna miss your train. I'm gonna miss my train. I'm gonna get back with the journey. So I give him a, a really lovely little kiss. Actually, yeah. nice. We had a nice kiss. It tasted a bit like. Do you know those party party circle biscuits with the icing on? Yeah, yeah. Like, like it just tasted like them, but with with pepper pep, pepperoni pizza-y sort All of right. flavour. So, so anyways, I got on my train. <laughs> Um, the only I suppose the only downside was is because of kissing the alderman, I really fancied some pizza, and they don't sell it on the train. So oh, there you go. A bit but, of a sour end. What was a beautiful story. Yeah, having said that, you know, let's remember he got me to the me train on time. So, and what do you think of the sprinter? So I thought it was really nice. Yeah. I mean, and on reflection, I realised why he said not in the sprinter. It's a company vehicle, brand new yeah. vehicle. He's got a flog. It's good to have boundaries, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Final question. What are you doing later? Are you off out with the alderman to play Pokemon Go round the back of your orchard again? And does he like it when you catch a hard one? Ah, uh, I see. Now, I don't know what Pokemon Go is. Um, you think it's funny, me saying I'm making plans to see the alderman. I don't find it funny at all. You know, for a bit of kiss-kiss action, he's a, he's a good bloke. He's in good shape for his age. Well, you can, you can now effortlessly move into your story about what you've been up to with it. Okay, well, you didn't even listen to me answer anyway. So, this is a bit... where there was one. This is a bit curious, this one, Andy, because never... Right, this week I got an email from the, uh, the alderman inviting me up to Stockton to publicise, like, an after-school after club that the alderman's organising. Who's that for, then? It's for, for daft, daft, very basic kids, you know. Yeah. And uh, the parents and that. Boss-eyed. Yeah, and I arrive... Pigeon-toed. Yeah, I mean, not, not necessarily. Just, you know, just daft, daft kids, good yeah. for nothing, you know. Yeah. So I arrive at the school, but everyone seems to have gone. You know, the email said 3 o'clock or something was the event, and it was in the dining hall, but there's no one there. So I found a caretaker. Seems the only person I could find, a big bloke, Um but you know, you know, a really big bloke. But I reckon he's only got like a, a little stubby Johnson. I reckon. Just uh, <laughs> that's what I just thought when I saw him, and he was a bit like avert. What, does he like bulk up to overcompensate? Yeah, that, is that what? That's yeah. And I, he just averted. He just like pointed, like oh, whatever, <laughs> for the dining room. So I went in there, and there's only one person in the dining room, and uh, yeah, yeah, couldn't quite see what it was. Turns around, it's the town clerk. Oh. Interesting, isn't it? Well, 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 he says, if it isn't Bob Mortimer, the telly. <laughs> and I said, oh, all right, town clerk, where, where is everyone? And he claps his hand, and out of the kitchen come all his cronies, like, you know, goes, <laughs> head of social services, chief parky, chief librarian, the vicar. The gang. With, all the gang, the vicar with the twitch who smells of bleach. So I think, so what, I said, what's going on here, town clerk? And he says, maybe a bit of kiss kiss. <laughs> yeah. And he stands up, right? Maybe right. a bit of kiss kiss. Now he's got quite tight lemon coloured denim jeans on and cowboy boots. They don't, re don't really <coughs> kind of go with his brown shirt and his tie. I said, I'm not sure, Town Clark. Not sure. I mean, I did. It was a kid. I did fancy it, Andy, a bit. But right, you do when you're in the. In the the moment, don't you? <laughs> but he raises his arm and his cronies start chanting, kiss the clerk, kiss the clerk, kiss the clerk. And he beckons me towards him. 
I mean, as I say, he's not my type, but then half of me is saying a kiss is a kiss. Is a kiss. <laughs> he's no alderman, but, you know, he'll take whatever's an offer, won't you? So I'm sort of drawing towards him, thinking about the kiss, and I hear the loud, like, clang of a metal bucket being kicked over, right? I turn round, it's the caretaker, yeah? But only it isn't. He takes his coat off and his wig and he shouts, No, Robert! Not on local authority property! It's the alderman. He's going to disguise that. As for you, Mr Duncan, I knew you were up to something to do with kissing, so I followed you and I've caught you out. Come with me, Robert. There's a park over the road for this kind of thing. <laughs> so, obviously, I'm sorry, I've drawn that. Obviously, I've followed... Hang on, but is the park not a local authority area as well? Well... It's a bit hypocritical. That's another story, Andy, but I tell you, we went over and I had really lovely... Lovely time having a kiss with the alderman. <laughs> really lovely time. That, so that was the alderman this week. Strange story, though, isn't it? Strange, but uh, a happy ending. Yeah. Interesting. You know, all's like well that ends well, and the town clerk's been put in his place. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how he responds to that, because he could come out fighting. He could. I think he's getting a bit jealous. I have done nothing to like, egg him on or anything like that. He, he might spend the next week or ten days w- licking his wounds Yeah, and come back yeah. angrier, stronger... More determined. Wanting for some, for some kissing. Yeah. Wanting to get his kiss. You want to watch out for that then. Yeah, I saw the old one this week, you know. Oh, I'm sure you did. Do you want to know about it? I'm not <laughs> bothered if you don't. No, uh, cool, well, let's have it. Well, I don't know if um, the viewers know, but I've just come back from um, America, which is the United States of America, oh. I should say. I went to Palm Springs visiting breweries because have I told you I'm going to become a brewer? Yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah, but it's not really yeah. very interesting stuff. So I'll just move you on from that. That's okay. Palm Springs, the millionaire playpen, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yes, it is. Who what else was, was there? Like Richard Branson? No, but yeah, well, actually, Jack, I flew Jack first. <laughs> I flew first class actually, and um, you know where you get your own bed and all that. And I, no, I tell you, no was on, I, I tell you, who was on there with me in the same flight was Simon Pegg from Star Trek's. You know Simon Pegg, yeah. Um, a chap called Biffy Clyro. Do you know Biffy Clyro? He's a rock star, yeah. pop star. Is he? I thought that and, was a group. No, no. I think there is an actual um, Biffy. One of them's called Biffy. Yeah, I think the lead singer is Biffy, and for Biffy. Are you not Clyro. thinking of Biffy McLean? No, definitely not. What who plays for right. one who plays for West Brom? Anyway, oh, and also the nineties, Mike and the mechanic, Mike out of Mike and the mechanics. You know, Mike Rutherford. Right. Remember him? So I Just thought. Him. I mean, this has nothing to do with the old one, but I thought to myself, you know, fuck me if I'm not going to at least into. I'm going to involve myself with these three. Do you know what I mean? So I sat I next did, to Sarge. Hang on, <laughs> was the mechanics yeah. on with him, or were they in standard No, it was just class? Mike. It was just Mike, and he was with three women who were identical. To look at, but older, you know, different, different ages. But right, if you know, if, if you cut through them, you'd only know because you know, you'd have to cut into them to count the rings. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because they like Russian dolls. Then there's nothing like Russian dolls. <laughs> to be honest with you, I'm more like a tree, Andy. That's the point I was making. So it's getting um, late. I think you should get on with the story. Sorry, of course I will. Yeah. So um, Biffy. By the way, I sat next to Simon, and he told us he told me to watch a film about some kid who had special powers, 
and here's a bit of airline gossip for you. He declined to have the in-flight meal, Simon. Nothing really? funny there, just a little bit of gossip for you. Biffy just stood up throughout most of the flight, just like drawing on himself, you know, with a pen. That's <laughs> <laughs> rock stars for you, isn't it? And Mike from Mike and the Mechanics, he went to the toilet three times, Andy, but his stride pattern and speed of approach yeah. to the toilet was identical every time. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? That's, that's a musician that's in a, a minute. That's a well-regulated man, that. Yeah, so... That's, anyway. that's, that's, a, that's a man who's travelled first class a lot of times. <laughs> he's confident, he's comfortable, he knows who he yeah. is, what he is and where he's going and why he's going there for a Chadwick. A, I, for, well, for, you know, I, I tell you what, I wouldn't mind. It makes me want to collect this stuff. I wouldn't mind having little test tubes with, with tinkerings in, like Mike and the Mechanics, Bob Dylan. Yeah. Um, do you know the woman from Middlesbrough who does business news on, on the BBC oh, yeah. in the mornings? I've all, big, it'd be big, quite... big Steph. Steph, yeah. But anyway, She'd with a tight end. The others wouldn't. Well, Mike would. Well, Mike's, I think, given, the, given like the pattern... The science of it all, he probably does an identical <laughs> volume every time, do you know what I mean? I don't know about yeah. 33CL. Born anyway, twice. so, so there's, there's bloke next to me in the bed next to me, yeah? You have, you have like little um, barriers between you and your little cubicles. There's some bloke next to me, wife's next to me on the other side, yeah? And there's, I've got a quick, lovely stewardess, right. right, pretty big lass. Do you, do you know the ones that are pretty big, pretty masculine, but then they have a, their hair in a bun? And there's so. big, thick specks. So, like, they're, they're a bit retro. And anyway, <laughs> she won't particularly feminine. But anyway, so... Yes, I've got to get, get on with this, because I've got to get back to, to... I've got to get on with a big brother. So, anyway, what in first class, Andy, you have a little screen you can pull out, yeah? I'm watching this movie Simon Pegg has said I should watch about a kid with special I'll, powers. I'll just take your word so, for it, yeah. And suddenly a box comes up, goes ping, and it says, hello, you've been invited to live chat. Would you like to chat to the person in C11A? This is true, Andy. So I think it's, it's the wife, obviously. <laughs> it's the wife, obviously. Um, and it's, I say, yeah, so would, you have to respond, and I'm in seat 10. I said, seat 10, yes, would like to uh, have, a, have a chat with you. And um, it said, would you like to have a kiss? <laughs> uh, it's well, the wife, obviously. So, so it's the wife, obviously, in C11A. And um, so I said, hello, typed it in. You type it in and send, yeah? Um, yeah. And I've, it's the wife, so I said, you see Mike, Mike, out of the, Mike the mechanic out of Mike and the mechanics, he's on his way at the bogs again, yeah, <laughs> just for fun to the wife. Yeah. And then I get the answer back, um, do you fancy a kiss? So I, I, I don't just get, get up and snug the wife. I type back in, ooh, you, you cheeky, cheeky. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> cheeky thing. And I, I climb up over the little divide um, to approach the wife. She's fast asleep. Ah. She's fast asleep. I mean, it hasn't been her I'm talking to. So, so I thought she was in the seat in, then? Well, no, I've, I've, I'm in seat 10. She was in seat 11, and it was seat 9. I just presumed ah. it, was not, it, was, it was the wife. Um, 
So I'm up, I'm a bit up looking, and as I sit down, the bloke I mentioned, he was next to me, pops his head over his little barrier, and he says, I'm waiting for my case, right? <laughs> Do you know who it is? Who is it? Can you guess who it is? Is it the alderman? No, it's not. No. So who's it going to be? It's a fucking town clock, isn't it? It's oh. Town clock's up there, yeah. So Pissing I, I all said, over the alderman's patch. <laughs> I said, what are you doing on the flight? No, I was not angry. I wasn't like, what are you doing on the flight? Just a bit shocked, like, yeah. what are you doing on the flight? Yeah, yeah you a bit And he says, excited. I'll tell you what I'm doing. Yeah, and he says, I'll tell you what I'm doing. He says, I'm waiting for my kiss. So I said, oh, fuck, man. So I think, well, just get a little quick peck in, keep him happy. And I, I quite fancied it anyway, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, the town clerk is a good-looking fellow, Andy. I'm not... I've seen him. I've been on his website. Yeah. yeah. In not... What do you think? Very photogenic. Yeah. Very, very smooth skin. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely worth a kiss. So just as I lean towards him, there's a little bit of turbulence, right? And I hear, you know, the tannoy, beep-boo. Yeah? Yeah. So there's a bit of turbulence, beep-boo. And then it goes, Robert, sit down. Oh, No. How dare you prefer to kiss mid-flight during turbulence? And I look up, Andy, and it wasn't the... You know my stewardess? Yeah. Wasn't the stewardess took wig off? Doesn't sound like a stewardess. Off. No, it's, it's fucking Alderman. Jesus the Christ. The Alderman. And you'll say, oh, yeah, this sounds a bit contrived, isn't it? So there's loads of kids in economy walk through, kiss the Alderman, they shout, kiss the Alderman, kiss yeah. the Alderman. <laughs> the Alderman and the town clerk are taking the daft kids. No, the kids were about oh, much of a future. Right. Yeah. It's a Disney so World. Like, they're taking the dreary reads or dreary kids over at fucking Universal, is it, over there? Yeah. In yeah. Los Angeles. So they're chanting, kiss the alderman, kiss the alderman, kiss the alderman. So I lean yeah. in again, wife pops up. Robert? <laughs> what is going on, Robert? During this flight, Robert? There's not, and there's nothing I can say, Andy. What can I say? I'm about to kiss this, the alderman, basically. He scurried away. You can't even away. escape, can you? You can't even run away. No, he scurried off, right? And he sat next to Biffy, started drawing on Biffy's face for him. Yeah. And uh, he spent the rest of the flight with Biffy. I was a bit jealous of him. All right, laugh. Right. Sorry, I've gone on about. So, yeah, another, another failed um, kiss. Incident with the alderman. Just thought you might like to know that. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Have it to get 30, 30, get 30, bet get 20, 20, 20, bet get 20, 20, bet get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I went up to Stockton this week, Andy. Did you really? Yes, I did. For the old, tell us all about that then, Bob. The Alderman's annual charity football match. Oh, and I... it was town hall officials, the Alderman, and all his cronies and that versus minor celebrities like myself. So there's me. Do you know Stephen Tomkinson? Oh yeah, Stephen Tomkinson, tall lad, isn't he? Yeah, Steph from BBC Breakfast News. Yeah, big business Steph. Yeah, yep. me, Mark Page, used to be on Radio One. Yep, uh, Biffy Clyro. All the Teesside stars. Yep, Biffy Clyro. And it was all, pop star. all to raise money for the dreamy, dreary, dreamy, you know, gloomy kids, whatever you call them. Yeah. It's like slow kids, the weedy yeah. ones and their parents. The dysfunctional ones. I don't, well, that's probably a bit dysfunctional. I mean, that's more of an accusation I'd, I'd attach to the parents. But anyway, yeah, they're daft kids. <laughs> so the town clerk, he's manager of the council team. Alderman, he's managing my team, celebrity team. And it's a half-decent game, actually, Andy. They've got right. a few people turned up to support it and that. Um, Biffy, Biffy Claro, he's a bit useless. He, he just stands out wide on the wing, drawing on his face. Yeah, it's no good. that's him. <laughs> it's no good to anyone, is it? But Tomkinson's useful. He's useful there, centre-half. Although, you're getting a bit fed up with the physicality, like, of uh, the vicar. Who thinks of bleach with a twitch? Yeah, really physical player he is. Gets stuck in, does he? <laughs> He's wiry, you know, like like slight, not quite as tall, but like crouchy. Really difficult Do, to play against, you know. Or, treat, it, treat it like a cup final, even though it's a charity uh, thing. Absolutely, yeah. Really getting stuck in. It's a tight game just before half time. Steph from uh, Biz, Business News, but and but on the breakfast BBC uh, hacks down the. Um, Chief planning officer, yeah? He's, yeah. he's the Red Indian who plays for them. That's just a joke, ha-ha, chief planning officer. Hacks him down in the box, they get a penalty, right? Bleachy Vicar takes it, 1-0 at half-time. Good game, no? Good game. Yeah, yeah, all to play for. Alderman gives us the team talk. He tells Biffy to go and wash his fucking face, yeah? <laughs> tells St- Steph to can you stop being quite so physical, Steph? Do you know what I mean? Then he turned to me and he says, Robert, what's going on, Robert? You're not the Robert we were expecting, Robert. You won paste. <clears throat> Lethargic, Robert. Get a grip, Robert. I didn't say anything, Andy, sorry. <clears throat> I didn't say anything because, to be honest with you, I knew he was right. The game was just passing yeah. me by a bit, really. Tight game. We're down to the last two minutes. It's still 1-0, yeah? What's Clyro doing? Oh, what do you think Clyro's doing? He's sat Stand in, at the touchline, drawing on drawing, his face. Starts drawing on his face again. Oh, prick. I mean, you're basically playing with ten men, but of course... You know, it's for charity, but, you know, make an effort. If you're going to turn up, put a shift in. To be honest, Andy, he's the biggest star we had, so... 
to get the crowds in. I know, but even so. Well, I, I agree with you, Andy, right? So, a couple of minutes left. I'm hacked down by the chief planning officer, right? The trainer rushes on with his bag and a mad sponge. It was just a bit of that spray you get from boots. And I have to say, I don't think, I, I can't, I don't know whether I can carry on. He says, nonsense. I say, no, Jeff, really. I, I'm, I'm in too much pain. I think I'm finished for the match. Then my teammates all gradually gather round. They lean in. And I look up to see Steph from BBC Breakfast and me, Mark Page, and Bernie Slaven, actually, ex-Borough striker, staring down at me. Oh, a ringer. Proper player. Yeah, he, yeah. You know, it was good. Well, they had the vicar, for Christ's sake. True. Suddenly, they all separated. There he is, stood looking down at me. The alderman. Yeah, he's taking his fleece off and he's wearing the tightest mustard polo neck you can imagine and a nice check trilby, right? <laughs> what do they start chanting? Kiss the alderman. Kiss, kiss the, old, the alderman. Kiss, kiss the, old, the alderman. The alderman leans right, his face right over me and he says, Help us, Robert. You're our only hope, Robert. Then his lips softly clasp onto mine and he slowly moistens my mouth with his saliva. Andy, I've, nev- I've never been kissed like that before. <laughs> it was like electricity passing through my body, honest, I promise. So I was, I was literally straight up on my feet. And from the free kick, listen up, from the free kick, I ran straight at their defence. I nutmegged uh, the vicar. I did a one-two with Steph from breakfast before gliding past the head of child protection, smashing it into the net. Final kick of the match, right? <laughs> Steph from uh, Breakfast News lifted me right up above her head, and I tell you what, it felt as as good as a victory scoring with the la- you know equalising with oh, the last kick. Brilliant! So, what a story! What a kiss! What a kiss! Yeah. yeah that- and I assume that money was raised as well for the for the daft kids. Yeah, we raised over n- nearly two hundred pound. That's what well worth it. One eight nine pounds. One eight nine. Yeah. Nice round figure. That's that's beautiful. Thank you. So yeah. I, Great week for you then. I kissed the alderman and we equalised. Did it not go to penalties? No, no, it's not it wasn't a cup match. It's just a one off. Do you know what you're right, it should have gone to penalties, shouldn't it? It should have. I'd, if I'd gone to that I would have felt a bit underwhelmed at the end walking away. Ah, oh, I'm fucked off now. It's got because we were so we, we celebrated. You know what I mean? It felt like an end. It felt like a win, yeah. So, I see what you're saying. There you go. And the other team probably shied away from penalties. That thinking they, 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 so they, they wouldn't stand a chance. Yeah. Because you were on such a high. Talking about the Alderman. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a good friend of mine and the Alderman died at his funeral last week, Kenny Pepper. We knew, we've known him for... I'm um, for 45, maybe nearly 50 years now. We all worked together at the steel steelworks in the 70s up right. in Middlesbrough. Kenny was a lathe operator at the, at the foundry, and uh, it was funny. Every day a woman used to come round right, with a trolley, a 11 or whatever, with tea, coffee yeah. and stuff. Well, while you were working your lathe? Yeah, you were allowed to have a break, you know. And, did um, she wear safety equipment? No, she just had a tabard. You know, like, no, or, and I can't remember that there was probably some bell rang and said, Caution, d- tea lady. That sounds better. Um, now, we had a very, very long Douglas. Did yeah, he? He really long Douglas. And it's absolutely true. Because Kenny Pepper's the kind of name of someone you think has got quite a short one, isn't it? No, yes, yeah, a little stubby thing, but not yeah. a really long one. And what he used to do, and he did this every single day, he would lay it 
his dongle in the centre of a hot dog bun on his bench <laughs> and cover it up with a cloth. And when the the tea lady got to him, he'd pull the cloth off and say, what do you think would go best with this? <laughs> and she would say, fuck off, Kenny, you pervert, or whatever. Yeah. But every single day. That was Kenny anyway. Anyway, he was killed by ISIS. Not... <laughs> <laughs> no, you mean ICA? Really. No, not really. No, he was he was very upset when his ISA didn't give the return. No, he he died. Oh, was that your joke? No, not at all. I just I shouldn't have said he was killed by ISIS. No, he fell off the cliffs at Saltburn. You know the cliffs at yeah. Saltburn. While eating some chips, his little dog Perry finished up the chips, which is nice, isn't it? So it's he, nice he, he fell and the chips fell to the floor, and Perry had the chips, yeah, not knowing that down. 200, 300 feet below him was his dead owner. And you know this how? Eh? How do you know this? Well, it's a lot of newspapers. Oh, I'm Kenny true. Perry. Kenny, Kenny Pepper dies in Cliff. The heart of it's true. So we went up for the funeral, and it uh, turns out that Kenny had left a note to be read at his funeral. So they read it out, thanked us all for coming, and then it said, in the last 10 years, a great sadness had hit him oh. because his good friend Bob, that's me, um, only seemed to have time for the alderman. And it, oh. the letter specifically asked if, as a last goodbye, I could give him one final kiss before he were buried, like. Right. And well, I, I glanced up at the old one, I sat next to him, and his face was red and all puffed out. God, you'd, like, think, he'd, you'd think he'd be all right with that, wouldn't you? Well, to, to give him credit, through, like, his grittiest teeth, he says, do it, Robert, do it. So I, Kenny. I walked to the front, and all the congregants, congregation and the vicar with the twitch and the town clerk were all not chanting it but just sort of like i don't know what you call it just rhythmically saying kiss the corpse kiss the do you know what i mean yeah but like you know respectfully respectfully kiss kenny's corpse kiss kenny's corpse so just as i leaned over to give kenny his like this final kiss i hear no robert not in the lord's house robert robert please robert it's his wife. Everything went silent. Everyone turned and stared at him. I didn't know what to do, so I just gave Kenny a tiny little peck on his cheek. When I looked up, the older one was just, like, running out of the church, but you could hear him sobbing. Yeah. It's not nice, is it? So the town clerk and the vicar had great big grins on the face. I bet they did. Yeah. I mean, I've got one over on them. Well, I half wonder whether the letter was real whether it was all aimed at getting one over. Anyway, they seemed very pleased with themselves. I went out as quick as I could, and the old man was nowhere to be seen. I've tried contacting him, but he won't pick his, up his phone. Right. I, I, to be honest with you, I feel... Did you think I was right to kiss Kenny's corpse? Or? It's the wishes of a dying man, isn't it? Or a dead man. So, yeah. I mean, it just seems a bit odd. It's, it's just... not like you and the old man are in any kind of like relationship. You're not committed to each other, are you? Well, that's what I... You know what I mean? It's not cheating or anything. I've never said either way. He's never asked me, and I've yeah. never asked him. But anyway, so, so there's that open status, isn't there? So yeah, you're, you're free to kiss other men, yeah, other corpses, dignitaries, or corpses, whatever. Yeah, he, he can't complain. He either, he either needs to commit to you properly, yeah, or you know, shut his mouth. Yeah, well, that... shit or get off the pot, as they say. Yeah, I can't give him that message at the moment because he's what do they call it? Incommunicado. Yeah, that's where he well, is. He just needs to pull himself together, doesn't he? I don't know if you remember, but um, last week, the old man had a strop on with me after I kissed Kenny Pepper's yeah. corpse at his funeral. Um, well, the way back in with the old man, Andy, right, is always through his charity, yeah? It's just his weak It's his spot. soft underbelly, isn't it? Yeah. 
always the charity, you know, when he runs for the daft kids and parents. So I wrote to him, sort of formally, you know, in a formal way, offering to come up to Stockton and compare a variety show at the social club, like to raise money to get PlayStations, trumpets, hammers, that sort of thing for the kids. Can I just stop you there? Yeah. What's the best Squeeze album? Play. It's not some fantastic place. Carry on. So, you know, PlayStations, trumpets, hammers, that sort of thing for the kids to keep them happy, you know, when the parents are arguing. Yeah. So he bit immediately. He was quite formal. Yes, Robert, the town clerk will pick you up from Darlington Station at 5.30 in the council minibus. But there was no hint. It was very business-like. Yeah. I went up there. I got there early. I like to get there a bit early if I'm doing a show. I'm just comparing there. There was uh, four acts on. Hong Kong Ping Pong, the first act is called. It's a Chinese bloke who does tricks, <laughs> tricks with ping pong balls, right? He throws them up, lands them on his nose. He like does it like he crouches down and farts them round the train track, that sort of thing, you cool. know. Bit of a racist, and he hates white people. Oh, yeah, he blames them for VD. Don't know why. Puff stepdad, I know it's corny, but he's like a white rapper from up north. Um, Puff stepdad. Puff stepdad. That's sad, isn't it? That's his, that's he, he's quite popular. He's a bit like Freddie Starr, but he raps his jokes to, like, slowed down 80s disco tracks. Yeah. Either though, they say he's got a million pounds stashed down, <laughs> stashed down an old man somewhere. That's his, you know... Is that true? That's the rule. Oh, fuck knows. God. Jocelyn Shapiro's on as well. She used to be a stripper. But now it's a good actress, Andy. She does like sweary music, mute, mute number songs from the musicals. Right. Dress, she dresses as a bride. Swears, swears through them. Yeah, so she goes like, The Phantom of the Opera's a fucking dickhead. That sort of thing. Why are there so many songs about wankers? Yeah. She, and they're really sweary. So you wanna be a wanker? It's, all, it's a good fun act. Yeah. It sounds a bit rude, but it's good fun act. And Brian good Sharp. Stuff. Brian Sharp, he's a traditional observation comedian. I hadn't seen him before. I'm looking forward to seeing him. Get some tips from me, observation right. comedy. And House Band, up there's always a fire brigade. They're all um, ex-firefighters or associated with firefighting, yeah. fire industry. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I wait in my room. I think I'm going on a bit. I'm sorry, Andy. No, it's really, it's, it's gripping. I know it isn't. I'm waiting in my room, just on my own, thinking, yeah, he's not going to come, the old man. The vicar came in, the one with the twitch, who smells like bleach, asked if he could have a Todd in my shirt, but he, I let him. <laughs> but there's no sign of the older man. Show starts, I do, a, I, do, I do my normal, like, few jokes at the top, not a single laugh, nothing, silence, really hard crowd. Bit of an atmosphere there. So I introduced Hong Kong ping pong, little Chinese fella, he got a little beer belly and that. As I passed him coming on the stage, actually, he whispered at me, you white trash prick germ bollocks idiot. That's not very really nice, is it? Now, you see, if that was you, rules were reversed and you were saying something to him yeah. about... You white trash know. prick germ bollocks idiot. That's what he said. <laughs> His turn was really good, though. At one point, he stood up, think of this, Andy, and he balanced on a single ping pong, right? And then, you know, they, they spit the balls out. Yeah. Spit the balls out. Straight in like a bucket of soapy water, all the while, all the while, I, pro- I promise you, whilst he's eating a pork chop. Why has he not been on Britain's Got Talent yet? Yeah, because of the racism, I think. Probably, yeah. Then I introduced Brian Sharp, yeah, the observation comedy. I stand at the bar to watch big bloke, shades like woolly hair, yeah, Eddie Large kind of vibe. Oh, yeah, you know what I mean? Starts up, starts up, hey, 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 have you ever noticed? 
People would rather rip their hands to shreds carrying ten carrier bags into the house than make two journeys to the car. Right, everyone laughs because it's true. Yeah. You know, but I see a chance and I shout out. <gasps> yeah, and avoid putting too much pressure on the brass hand. You did it in your voice. Fucking sorry. Like yeah. Oh, shit. Anyway, he carries on. Have you ever noticed, eh? Have you ever noticed that hotel showers are next to useless when it comes to temperature regulation and thermostat sensitivity, eh? 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 Everyone laughs their heads off. You know, because what with it being true and that. Absolutely. And uh, I Universal, think... Universal, I think he's... Surely he's Mr Trick, so I shout out. Yeah, and your brass hand sticks to the shower curtain. <laughs> Fucking silence. Oh, you're honestly... Hey, your brass hand stuff's not travelling, is it? It ain't. I'm thinking, oh, God, anyway. Anyway, do you remember, he says? Do you remember? I said, do you remember? Ajax scouring powder? You could shift Fox Todd off a chainsaw with that stuff. Do you remember it? Do you remember it? <laughs> They laughed the fucking heads off again, and I actually it is funny because I even recall that it was very a very good scouring powder. Yeah, and it's no longer available. Yeah, I give it a final go. Hey, and I often used to get fox shit on my brass hand. Mm. Nothing, absolute silence. I'm really upset. I go outside at half time for a puff on my crack pipe. Brian Sharp comes out. I apologise. I'm sorry, Brian, interrupting your act like that and everything. And he says, "Do you remember?" Do you remember? Then his voice changes. Robert? Do you remember? Do you remember when it was only me you wanted to kiss Robert? Took his shades wig off. It's a f***ing alderman. Oh, God. He says, I told them. I told them not to laugh at Robert, to teach you a lesson, Robert, about having your feelings hurt, Robert. Well, I'm a bit angry, but a bit relieved because, you know, it wasn't to do with me set being bad and he doesn't seem that mad with me. Yeah. Comes over, rubs me tummy, mm-hmm. then takes me in, uh, inside onto the stage. Whole audience are waiting for me, about 300, and they're all chanting, kiss the alderman, kiss the alderman, kiss the alderman. Fire brigade band, the drummer, he's actually fire safety officer at right. South Tees Hospital. He starts up a drum roll. <laughs> Alderman comes towards me, bang! He plants like a full unfolded lip kiss right on me lips, then withdraws his lips like really slowly so they kind of stick together and then released. It's yeah. a superb kiss, Andy. Yeah. It really was. Anyway, sorry, I've gone... I'm just not here. Rest of the... I know, I'm so rest No, not with boredom, with arousal. I know what you mean. It was a lovely kiss. Rest of the night went great. We raised nearly a 1,000 quid for the dozy kids. All wells ends... All's well ends well. Sorry and you've learned a lesson. I've learned a Haven't lesson. Haven't you? I have, yeah. I've been to another um, another one of his rallies this week. Yeah. Uh, quite a local one down in Yarm, uh, which is where Steve McLaren lives, I believe. Yeah, of course. All, in the, Yarm. all the borough football, well, um, isn't it? That's, that's not really relevant. So uh, I went, you know, turned up, got down early, down the front in all my red gear, hit the toe in red, yeah. hat, shirt, tie, lipstick, all the stuff. No, you didn't. I did. You No, you didn't have lipstick on then, Mick. Anyway, down the front. Corbin comes on. He does um, does a tight ten minutes about the evils of CCTV on trains. Okay. And how footage can be manipulated. Right. You know, got quite, quite into it. Yeah. PowerPoint thing, but, you know, just a bit distracting, but never mind. Then the lights all went off. And we all sang um, Money's Too Tight to Mention. That's you know, right. Simply Red song. Yeah. Now, it sounded to me like Mick Hucknall was singing it. Yeah. But the lights were off, so I couldn't see. I'm just assuming it was Corbin just doing a Hucknall impression. Yeah. Anyway, then time for a break. So I nip round the back, get a fag, 
And he comes out the fire exit. Here he is, Corbin. Stands next to me, lights up. Uh, he's got a roll up this week. Oh, shit. A not a pipe. Not a pipe this week. So he says, uh, seen you. Yeah. He says, all right. He says, seen you. Down the front. Seen you. Fancy yourself, don't you? Attitude. He says, well, I do. So, you know, I says, well, a little bit, yeah. And he points at me, me red rosette that I've got on. He says, official rosette, is it? I says, well, I'm not sure. I've had it for, for ages. You know, I've not worn an official party event for, for years, though. He says, mm, thought so. Thought as much. Thought it looked a bit weathered. I says, well, sorry. Should, should I get a new one? You know, is there any official ones that you can set me up with? He says, well, I have a merchandising operation. I could get you a one at a reduced price if you'd be interested. So I says, wow, yeah, great. Thanks. You know, if there's anything I can do in return, you know, to help with your election... Yeah. Let, let us know because I'm, I'm becoming a, a serious convert. Yeah. To the to the Corbynista cause, and he says, uh, "Well, um, there might be one thing you could help me with." Oh, here it comes. I thought, oh, I. So he pulls the pulls his tab out of his mouth, and his bottom lip slowly parts from the top one. He reaches across and he just brushes me rosette with the back of his hand. Oh, hey, up is this in a? Hmm, and he says, uh, he says. It gets lonely on the campaign trail, you know. I'm always on the road, and I start to miss Mrs. Corbyn when it's almost bedtime. Hmm. I says, oh, no, I can imagine that, yeah, yeah. So he says, uh, do you think you could possibly proffer a small kiss? Oh, he's a kisser? To alleviate my emotional turbulence? And I thought, well, you know, given what you and the older men get up to. Mm. It's, you know, it's legitimised. You're not a bad-looking fellow, I suppose. That, uh, and I've, I've started to become quite a fan over the past few weeks. I thought, you know, a little kiss is not going to hurt. No, I'm in that. So I moved, moved my mouth slowly towards his and I just felt my chin graze against his beard as we got closer. Yeah. Just as we are about to kiss, there's a bang! And I jumped back. Yeah. Someone's booted the fire exit. Shit. And this voice goes, No! Andrew, No! Not during a democratic electoral process, Andrew. Jeremy, back inside and address your followers at once. Fuck. Who are you saying it is? It's the alderman. Fuck off. It's your alderman. What I'm do you mean? I'm in Yarm, aren't I? I'm in Yarm. Well, he, it's your patch. He wouldn't give a shit if you were having a kiss. What was it? What? 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 I don't understand. Well, I don't know. It, it, it happened. What? You've been sniffing around the alderman? No, I'm sniffing around Corbyn. I've got nothing. With the so what happened then? Then did you? Well, did you? Any? Well, Corbin goes back in. Don't get upset. How right? did? What? Just let us explain. Yeah. Jesus. Right. So the alderman's still there. Corbin's gone back in. And I just, I'm panicking. I'm saying, sorry. Look, I don't have any major involvement at constituency level. I'm not up to speed with the etiquette. I, you know, it, it wasn't supposed to happen. And the alderman says, "I can teach you all about the etiquette, Andrew." Especially as I'm not standing for office myself. And I thought, well, it's an opportunity to learn something's a good thing. That'd be wonderful. And he says, Now, it looks to me as though you're in possession of a pair of lips that just thought they were about to be kissed. Come over to me, Andrew. You did Come now. You better not have. And he, he, he cupped his hands around my face. No, he never. And just gently brushed his lips against mine. Oh, as if I'm... And, and just held them there for a couple of seconds and then pulled away. And honest, Jesus, Bob... You kissed him? You kissed him? 
my entire body turned to jelly. Oh, you're, I'm, I'm not happy with this, Andy. I felt as though... It's nothing, nothing to do with you, the alderman. No, I'm off. Sorry. No, it's upset me, that. No, but... Bob? Bob? Want truly hydrated skin? Medocia's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER.